Welcome to Driven in Her Purpose. This is a show that brings women together, women who are answering God's calling in their lives every day and living in their purpose with confidence. I started this show with the purpose of bringing together a community of women who are dreaming, doing, and making an impact on the world using their talents, their gifts, and their life experience. I strongly believe that having a supportive and spirit-filled community is instrumental to starting and growing any business. I believe that women need to be united and lift each other up and help each other shine. With God as our guide, we can do anything. So are you ready to join us? Then let's do this together. Welcome back to another episode of Driven in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonor, your host, and I am so happy that you can join me today for this special Spirit-Filled Saturday. Now, today is a little extra special because it's the day before Mother's Day. Yes, it's airing the day before Mother's Day. And so I thought I'd take a few minutes to talk a little bit about my journey as a mom, both as a married mom, then a single mom, and then a remarried mom. <laughs> what a journey, what a journey it has been. And the lessons that I have learned that God has taught me along the way. My prayer is that this sharing, this little bit of testimony and uh, these lessons that I've learned in my life with my children that God has taught me that actually have made me a, a a better person in a way, I guess, you know, more like Jesus along the way. I became a mom at the age of 25 years old. So I was pregnant with my firstborn when I was just turning, just about to turn 25 years old. Like literally I found out a week before my birthday. And so I gave birth at 25 years old. So any moms out there who became moms in their 20s, y'all know the challenges that, that brings and also the joys that that brings. So my son was born, he's actually now 19 years old. So just to give a frame of reference how long ago that was. Uh, and, and that was, um, it was an unexpected pregnancy, but uh, you know, it was a beautiful pregnancy. It was unexpected because I had just got married, like literally like not even a, no, a month, maybe two months ago, almost two months before. And so that, that was a surprise for me, for both of us, for my husband at the time. And uh, being a mom, becoming a mom at 25 uh, was, was very confusing. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. I mean, I became a mom and I just like, was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I, and I, I don't know that any mom, new mom does, but it was very confusing. I want to, I want to sit here and tell you, oh, it was so amazing and wonderful. And of course, yes, the journey was amazing and wonderful, but oh my goodness, was it confusing. I had no idea what I was doing and I had to learn along the way. Now, as a 25 year old mother at that time, I was still a mother of faith. So I was um, at that time, a Christian, I had married a Christian man. And so we were both Christians uh, trying to raise up this little one, uh, and, you know, and, and so that was in itself has stories within it, but a lot of joy, a lot of joy as a mom, as a, as a mom, who's a believer, as a mom who, who I remember, you know, writing down in my journal, a letter to him. And I pictured him being 
um, like a young man. I, I don't know what exactly the age was that I pictured being, you know, my, my oldest son being, but I remember he was a young man. But I remember writing in my journal a letter to him, a letter that I would read to him on the day that he would decide to make Jesus Lord of his life. And that would be a special, special day. And that was my vision for him. And it's still my vision for him. So then four years later, I got pregnant again, almost four years later, I got pregnant again with who would be my second son. He is now 14 years old. And a part of that time for four years, I was a mother of no faith. Not, I mean, I believed in God, but not really I didn't really have much faith. So I still believe that there was a God. And again, that story is in my restoration story. So feel free to go back there and listen to it. It's more detailed. I want to focus on motherhood right now. But I remember just having a different mindset. So from my restoration story, one thing that you would learn is that I had a hard time. It was, um, I had a broken heart. It was a difficult time for me. And I decided to put myself first for four years. I decided to look out for me. I decided to try to um, find the next one, the, the, the other one, the other a husband and, and that journey. And, and my focus was not on being there present with my children. Some of the lessons that I learned from that is when, when I was in those four years of just focusing on me, I realized something that truly affected my children, that affected my boys, and in more ways than I could imagine, and in uh, and, and more ways that I could ever have imagined. So not choosing God first for four years put them on the back burner. The Bible talks so much about Mary and, and all these wonderful mothers, and they weren't perfect mothers, but they taught their children. You know, the Bible talks about teach children to go a certain way, and they will not forget it, you know? And the Bible gives us a big responsibility as moms to be teachers of our children. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that Fathers are instructors and mothers are teachers. Teachers is the role of a mother. So mothers are teachers. And for four years, I was not a teacher of my children. Again, focusing on my very own self, my very own life, trying to find the, the one, the next one, and it uh, wasn't good. So when, thank you, Lord Jesus, the day that God called me back home that he showed me and opened up my eyes to show me uh, where I have been. And, and really my heart at, at the moment that happened just truly broke and tears falling down. And again, it's in my restoration story, but tears falling down and, and, and so many, just the longing to go back to God, the longing to be a good mom, the longing to be what God has meant, who God has meant for me to be. Um, since that moment, I have, I, I went back, you know, I, I, I knew that I had to go apologize to my kids. So another lesson that I learned is apologizing is so important. Apologizing is so important, even to our children. Yes. Apologizing to our children. We are wrong so many more times than we are right, I think. And 
we have to be humble and apologize. And I remember apologizing to them and they were little, like I remember the little one was so little and I didn't know if he understood what I was talking about. Like if he really understood what an apology was, I think the older one definitely understood more, but I apologize for not being present for those four years. I apologized for not teaching them about God those four years. And I promised to really be that mom that God has meant for me to be. And I would do my very best to be present and to teach them and to teach them the things that God has taught me. And so that was what I learned as a repentant mother, well, as a mother who was walking out of faith, and then as a repentant mother, what I did to start all over again. And so from then on, as a single mom, I did the very best I could. And I can confidently say that I think I did the very, very best that I could within my very own power. But the truth is, what I really learned is that the best that I did was pray for my children. Lesson number three, I learned to pray for them. I learned to pray for them because I knew that I... What I could do anything and everything and I could teach them and I could model for them all the things about God and everything else about life. But really being a mother of prayer was the most important thing for my children to have from me, to have my prayers, to have my supplications to God for their safety, for their faith. I knew that I couldn't fight this battle alone. I had to go and pray to God. And then I had to, of course, make sure to be surrounded by my church community and community of brothers and sisters who would be an example for them. And I would have people over my home and I would make sure my brothers in Christ, usually the more younger ones, they were not that young, but they were like the single men who, who would come and get together here with the women. And we had our, our singles ministry and we'd have uh, Bible lessons and discussions. And I would be so happy when they would come over because then my sons could see examples of godly people surrounding them. And that was really, I think, impactful for them. So nine years later, I met my husband and my, I, we have been married for five and a half, almost five and a half years now. And that, of course, was a transition for my kids and a transition, a little bit of a transition as a mom, too, because now I am a wife again. And I still have to be like a, a good mom, right? <laughs> Certainly not a perfect mom because no mom is perfect, but I had to navigate now new waters. So God blessed me with uh, my, my amazing husband now, and he became a stepdad. He had no children of his own. He became a stepfather. My children had to, my children got a stepfather and that was a big change for them. And, and certainly wasn't easy, especially for one of them to, to really have that adjustment. But um, soon enough, there was, of course, the adjustment happened. And me as a mother, uh, I, I had to kind of, figure out, all right, you know, what am I going, like, I want to give my, my husband my attention because it is important as to, as wives, we, we attend to our husbands and we love them. And obviously it's, it's God first, our husbands, our kids and everybody else. And um, so how you do that with, without your children, your sons who are so used to just having you all the time for nine years, right? Now they have to share you. So that's, um, that was a transition in and of itself. But as a mother, I knew one important thing had to stay is two important things had to stay, of course, continuing to be a woman of prayer, continuing to say I'm sorry when I was wrong. That's super important. And the third thing I had to learn to as a mother with my children, and I and I still am to this day learning is as 
now that they are older and I'm talking to my, about my two older boys, because now I have a three-year-old little girl, which I'll talk about in just a moment. But with them, now I had to learn how to navigate these waters of reassuring my children of my love for them by making sure that I intentionally have quality time with them and intentionally make the most of every opportunity in our rides together, uh, talking in the car, asking them about uh, how they're doing, what their likes and interests are, listening to them, bringing in God in every and any conversation that I could possibly have an opportunity to bring God in. And then uh, in the, the, my, my uh, husband uh, was able to put some lessons together. And that was amazing because uh, once a month we would get together to, once a month to every other week, we would get together and have some some lessons uh, for Bible lessons. He he put that together, uh, and that was really really great for them to be able to see that outside of what they would learn in church. And so for me as a mother, um, that really warmed my heart, and and that helped me to know that they are getting more knowledge of the scriptures, not just in our talks, but also sitting down and actually reading examples and looking at scriptures together as a family. So, but reassuring that that love for my kids and spending that quality time with them, just being present with them, just being with them. And, and it wasn't always easy. You know, when my third was born <laughs> and she is now three, she's almost three and a half, and she's beautiful and she's wonderful. And she is um, the mother, uh, she is the daughter of my husband. So my husband became a dad. So now we have a blended family, I think, as people would, would call it, right? <laughs> and so now that transition has caused me to have a lot more, it was a more struggle and it still has been more struggle to, to try to really be more intentional about my time with my sons. Because, of course, I love all my three children the same way. And now uh, with a, a little one who requires a lot of more attention than, than them sometimes, really, because that, that's the, you know, babies and, and toddlers, it's, it's life, it's the way it is. And that's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. Now it's a continual um, uh, struggle or fight <laughs> to be intentional and to really carve out time for all of my children, of course, my, my daughter too, to make sure that she, when I'm with her, I give her that time and I play with her and, and it's not easy. And it's not easy as a full-time working mom, um, and business owner. And of course, coming on here to do podcasts, I always do these when my, when everyone's sleeping and, uh, you know, that way it doesn't, affect the time that I have with my kids. So I, I, I have strategies around that. You know, I make sure to be productive and effective, but without or with minimal effect, and it's not always perfect, I will say, but with minimal effect of my time with my children. So as a mom now of three children, married mom, remarried mom of three children, life is teaching me we're in a new journey. So I'm learning new lessons. And I know that I'm number four is coming along the way. Lesson number four, it's coming along the way. My, my oldest is in college. My middle one is in high school now. And then my little one will start preschool this fall. So that's going to be a whole other chapter of my life. And I'm looking forward to that. But I wanted to come on here and share with you ladies, moms out there in honor of Mother's Day, a little bit about my journey and the lessons, some of the lessons, because trust me, there are so many more lessons that I, if I share with you here, it would take 
hours to share with you, but at least some little things that I have learned along the way as a mom, both as a, you know, initially a married young mom, young married mom, and then as a single mom, nine years of that, and then as a remarried mom right now, which, you know, has been about five and a half years. And my journey continues as all our journeys as mothers probably have changed and grown. We all have seasons of our lives. I want to encourage you if you're in a season of challenges, if you're in a season of, of, of divorce, uh, if you're in a season of, you know, health challenges, if you're in a season of just um, having maybe a tough relationship with your kids because there's changes that they're going through and you're not sure how to navigate that. If you're in any of those seasons, um, even if you're in a season of your own battle, of your personal battle of faith, like I was, I was in a battle of faith for four years, never letting go of the fact that I knew God really existed because I don't know that there's anything that's ever going to take that away from me. It's just too much proofs in my life, too many proofs in my life that I, to not believe in God, I just, I, I don't think that's possible, but for those four years, I put Jesus last and I made terrible decisions as a prodigal daughter. So having that, maybe you're, maybe you're in that place, or maybe you're getting to that place. I want to encourage you, look, look at this as a season. You know, everyone goes through difficult times. It doesn't mean you're going to disappear. It doesn't mean like from faith. It doesn't mean that God is not with you. He's with you. He's, he's with us always. And if you're a woman who is strong in her faith right now, and you're listening to me, I want to encourage you to hang in there, sister, when the tough times happen, not just hang in there, but continue to grow in your faith as I am learning how to do in my walk with God. And so this is it. I wanted to share this with you ladies on this Mother's Day edition of spirit-filled Saturday. And I hope and pray that this testimony and the things that I learned has encouraged your faith today. And ladies, I will see you in the next one. Hey sister, real quick, if you received any encouragement from this podcast, the best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dreams.